So, it's been about a month since the defeat of Zorkum Tathara. Uh, everyone has kind of gathered uh, and been gifted their rewards, um, and you're in Karas. Uh, you've returned to Karas and. Of, uh, how how far through the uh, the move in process uh, are Ross and Newman? Well, um, <clears throat> Newman only takes a day. Newman does not have much to bring, um, except for maybe a lot of money if it can't fit in his bag of holding. <laughs> uh, filthy rich. Um, but yeah, no, Newman doesn't have much. He Everything he keeps is in his bag of holding or on his person. Um, so yeah, maybe he might have maybe a case of clothes and that, but that too is being held in the bag of holding. Okay. So it probably, it probably takes longer for everyone to kind of shift the roommate arrangements around so that um because i'm assuming newman would want a room with ross since they know each other uh even though he yeah. has met her housemates before you know he probably trusts her a bit more than he trusts them at this particular point as like extroverted and trusting as newman can be he does much prefer the company of friends rather than strangers and i'm <laughs> sure rooming up with strangers is a great way to get to know them but Newman would like to be comfortable because for the past, uh, maybe not the past months per se, but the the two or three months prior to that, he was very uncomfortable at all times, especially yeah. when infighting happened. So, yeah, he would like to be in a safe environment at the moment. Yeah. I 100% would agree yeah. with moving in with Ross <clears throat> in Ross's room. Mm. Okay, which means it's pillow fort hours almost 24-7. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, and also, yeah, if he only takes a day to move in, then probably um, Ross would have, like, helped him get used to the the minute of living in their particular house and their particular schedules and, like, you know, coming out to watch certain performances, maybe joining in if he was comfortable, if not just, like being the plant in the audience that applauds super loud and <laughs> so everyone gives extra money. Um, uh, and they also do all these things and more, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And they also would have worked to clear out part of the storage room so he can set up his little magical convocation TM-approved uh, workshop dimension in part of there. Which, for this... Crowded for the sake of saying um, is what one of the things that he was gifted as a reward for basically the entirety of what Newman did over the past, it was about a year. Wasn't it? Four, months. four months. Yeah. Even not even a full year yeah. um, was that he was given his own workshop, but his requirements was that it needed to be portable. So essentially what he was given was a door a folding door, almost similar to like a portable hole in functionality where once you go through that unfolded door would take you to a workshop um, that the contents could be magically altered per se. So he could usually have most things he needed for anything he wanted to do. Um, so 
yeah, when we mentioned like that door, that's what you should envision. It's basically mm. a door that goes to a really cool productive space in terms of workshop, machinery, um, metalworking, that sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah. And occasionally just a little Ross in the corner, like reading a, a book because she's <laughs> learning a language over the break as well. And so. what kind of um, what kind of house stuff is Newman being introduced to? So he'd be introduced to things like um, the chore list for the boring stuff, like dishes and bins and cleaning. But he would also be introduced to. Um, she already mentioned like every weekend they go to a, a local tavern around town and they like stay there, f you know party till the sun comes up and then um stay at the tavern for that night for free because they're all bards um and then head back home the next day uh and do all that so he'd be introduced to that it is not obligatory to go and stay the whole 24 hours but um most of them do mm. uh he would also probably introduce be introduced to like yeah, they do like morning, afternoon, and evening performances busking around town. They do, uh, they wouldn't be doing rehearsals at the moment, but in general, they like carve out like an afternoon every week to just kind of sit and read Hamlet at each other. Uh, fantasy Hamlet, where Hamlet's a paladin. Um, <laughs> and uh, they might get him to read some of that as well and like read different roles, um, depending on how comfortable he is with that kind of thing. Um, and they would probably also, uh, they do, after their 24 hours in town getting cataclysmic, uh, they tend to do craft days on a fantasy Sunday where they, like, draw and, like, make all the decorations you see around the house. Like, the screen that divides the kitchen and living room is, like, every week it gets something new painted onto it or there's more pictures on the walls and it's them all, like, crafting and jamming and decorating instruments and decorating their prop weaponry and sewing costumes and stuff. So just big craft days. When Newman does attend those craft days, he will try his very best not to over-engineer everything. <laughs> he, it will, he will slip up every now and then because, like, there'll be something, say, for example, like one of those screens where he just he can't hold back the inspiration and needs to do something, like, over the top. So yeah. maybe it'll have, like, a moving components on it or something like that, or um, maybe it's something that could perhaps... Um, uh, what's the proper word uh, for sunglasses to not let a certain direction oh, of polarized. light through? Polarized. Yeah. Maybe you could have polarizing ones. It could shift polarization. So something, something, something like that. Like he, he will try not to overcraft things or over engineer, yeah. but it will slip through every now and then. Oh yeah, 100%. I will say Ross's housemates, they've all met Newman before. And for the sake of the rundown, it's Bron, Sydney, Yarid, and Sarah. Um, they've all met Newman before, but they're still kind of like, okay, there's a new person in the house. We will be calm. Uh, maybe not this week, but at least like at some point they will get comfortable enough with Newman that the second they realize he doesn't play an instrument, all of them are going to start vying for him to learn their instrument because they all yes. play a different one and they're all going to be like, so have you thought about hand drums? But what about the lute? But what about the flute? But what about the viol? Like, I think, you know, 
we have a set of random bagpipes, but like we can all play those. So like, <laughs> you know, um, they'd I'd all be vying. His level of instrumental ability at this stage of things uh, would probably be that of a triangle or a cowbell. He yep. can hit metal. <laughs> um, so maybe I guess a drum would be possibly the easiest thing for him to pick up. But however, he's quite good at learning. So okay, I think cool. it would just be a matter of time as to whether or not he'd yeah. be proficient in it. Like if he could actually competently play music or not, not too sure, but he could work out mechanisms and he can learn notes and perhaps yeah. chords and such, but yeah. <laughs> chords on a um, drum. <laughs> so by the mechanics, um, Newman can basically pick up a tool proficiency a month. Because of his intelligence modifier, um, that's disgusting. If he has, if he has the pers- if he has someone to train him, it takes him three weeks to learn any tool or instrument. That's disgusting. Um, and, three three uh, weeks of dedicated training, mind you. Okay. But okay, even so, okay. it takes him you three can weeks. Span that out to like eight months to learn how to play the drums. When when a non bard like learns more instruments than a bard. Oh. In a matter of like a year. Um, (laughs) Same thing goes with languages. If you spend like eight hours a day, five five days a week, um, working on learning, like working on picking up a new tool or language proficiency, it takes three weeks. Okay, yeah. So Newman actually will do that um, (laughs) because he has a suspicion he might need to travel a fair bit as well. And just judging from his competencies with um, what he's experienced when they were traveling, they were, they, I, th- I can't quite remember what they were, but there were a few experiences where um, people were speaking in other languages and Newman had not once has recognized <laughs> any of these other languages. Like no one spoke in his other languages, which I believe is Gnomish and Dwarvish, never encountered those. So he has picked... He's um, well, not picked essentially, but he reckons he should have been taught more languages mm-hmm. um, through his family. So, yeah. well, I mean, if Newman wants, Ross has decided to learn Elvish over the break. So oh, hundred could... That's that's the biggest one. Yeah. Um, and um, if he wanted, Ross would also teach him Infernal, so that they could have private conversations. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. Probably Elvish would be the priority. Yeah, yeah Elvish would be uh, the priority. Any, anything beyond those two, um, it would cost you about seventy, like seventy-five gold to get like the the right books, materials, or even like paying to have like tutors. To... Money is not an issue. Then again, Newman still thinks he's 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 he doesn't think he's poor. He just thinks that the others are a little bit wealthier than him right now. <laughs> but that's also because they also flaunt it a little bit more, i.e. Bertie and Caius. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I mean, he... To be fair, I don't remember the last time Caius paid for anything. He just wears expensive things. And that anything he, he did pay for, we didn't see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the, it's the whole... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, technically Newman came closest because he was technically there when the orphanage was purchased. <laughs> doesn't mean... <laughs> doesn't mean he yeah. knows. Mm. 
I guess um, you would have just been like rich people things. But yeah. It, <laughs> this must happen a lot, I guess. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't take much for Newman to Low learn wisdom. a language with his insane intelligence. Yeah. So yeah. it's not broken at all, everyone. Um, <laughs> no. Not at all. Just because it takes him three weeks to learn an entire language. Oh, yeah. And that's fluent, isn't it? That's, that's yeah. fluent. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> it, it takes it's gonna take ross like 10 weeks and 200 gold to learn elvish um yeah incensed <laughs> it's fine <laughs> but uh, moral of the story is ross would teach him infernal at least conversationally so they could have conversations nine weeks nine weeks it'll take for ross things <laughs> she does have a plus one to intelligence so if ross did help newman with say for example infernal but ross i would assume is still learning it at the same time he is that is that what yeah, you were you planning are, you yeah. would be hampered in that regard in learning like that's the one thing that would slow you down the fact that you're learning it from someone who is learning at a slower pace oh no well, instead we learn differently but then with Elvish, but with oh, Infernal, right. Ross could, because yeah. Ross already yeah, knows yeah, Infernal. Yeah, I just had a massive she can... uh, <laughs> epiphany just then. I was yeah. just like, why do you even say that joke? Yeah. <laughs> That's all good. That's all good. But yeah, you you can take on a lot of new proficiencies in the time you've got, Newman. Yeah. The joke I was going to make was, it would be funny if they were learning beside each other, maybe perhaps Ross helped him with elvish for example they were learning aside each other just bouncing things off even though ross might have had a head start newman would then quickly overtake and then become fluent well before ross and i feel like that would be yeah. super annoying <laughs> that would piss her off so much even if he doesn't like you know doesn't dedicate you know eight hours a day five days a week to learning elvish if we space it out over like a, a, like X amount of time, he yeah. would still become fluent before she did, and yeah. she would be incensed. He'd, about he'd, it. he'd probably become fluent around about the time that Ross managed to get conversational. Yeah. Newman becomes the hashtag not spawn Duolingo owl on Ross's shoulder, just like, have you done uh, your lesson today? Uh, Earn um, 20 HP. But going back to moving in and everything, um, yeah. so I guess all these things happen or slowly happen or he gets glimpses of them over the week. He sees the performances. He helps out with the house stuff. He'll try not to be too full on it at first, but again, that's not something he can suppress for long. Yeah. Um, but he will eventually settle down himself. Um, Newman does have a reason for being harassed, and he did get the portable workshop for a reason as well. So probably... Um, at the beginning, he'd start spending a lot more time with Ross and the rest of the roommates. However, maybe towards the end of the week, he will start transitioning to spending more time in his workshop. Um, so yeah. he definitely would still spend a lot of time with the roommates, but then he would dedicate maybe the majority, if not half of his time to doing his own work um, anyways. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. And I feel... Yeah, they'd expect that Ross would have prepared them for that um, because she knows that's that's Newman's goal. 
Uh, but as I said, Ross probably spends uh, a decent amount of her downtime like uh, with Newman, just chilling out in his workshop, just either attempting to assist in his artificer stuff and probably making things more complicated than they need to be, uh, or just sitting in a corner, just quietly chilling out and spending time with him and humming little songs uh, to keep the mood going. Um, Darby, mm -hmm. in this workshop, can Newman have a, a mini library? Um. Yeah, so that there would be, there, there'd probably be some um, books that they would provide you with, as well as like shelving that, um, due to the nature of the, uh, the workshop can be incorporated in into the the layout when you set it up as you so choose. Um, a lot of it would be uh, books on mechanical and uh arcane uh devices and like like workshop books and maybe maybe some uh may maybe some uh blueprint um books and that kind of thing but there's also room upon the shelves that provided to expand as well so Newman can have his romantic dramas in there Yes. Of course, okay, that's excellent. what it is. So, um, Newman would probably spend more so from the morning to a little bit past midday, let's say fantasy 2 p.m. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when he'd be spending his time in the workshop. And what he would also do is have a bench next to where Ross would usually do some reading as well. And he would get Zoot Zoot to fly around and collect some options for for Ross to read. So every time Ross does show up to the workshop, there would be a pile of books of recommended reading materials, some relevant to maybe a project that he's doing, some are just simply to pass the time, or some are simply to make uh, points of to like topics to talk about or something yeah. like that would, so. would there be a lot of romance books placed on there with of like people named samuel and rose and one of them's a tiefling <laughs> maybe. maybe maybe sure maybe who knows and every time ross is just like mm, okay um, um but yeah these are just ones that newman would have found um he's not much of a writer so in none of these he writes oh. himself um so he yeah these are definitely ones that he sourced from maybe um abandoned uh fantasy salvos or something like that mm. like op shops um that's where he does like to go most of the time because that's where he finds what he believes is the good books um people tend to not have the taste for these sorts of stories um some might consider them a little trashy so yeah they'll just mm. do away with them at their earliest opportunity but he'll also source them wherever else he goes yeah. um so yeah that's the sort of quality um or sort of the the nature of these rom like romantic dramatic books and all that yeah so, yeah, yeah yeah okay cool um I guess uh, there would be one day, uh, probably at the end of like Newman's kind of first week in the house and like when he started kind of settling into the workshop where Ross would probably come in about lunchtime and she would like 
bring him a little plate of food with mayonnaise on the side and she would like you know just, uh, probably a combination Newman had worked out before that he enjoys she will not make him broth soup with mayonnaise but you know like one of the slightly more normal ones quote unquote and she would like bring him that for lunch and then kind of awkwardly stand there for a bit and then just kind of be like, can we um, have a conversation really quick? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, here, or should we, does this involve everyone? Should we? No, no, this is or? just you and me. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, so he'll sort of sit back down. Uh, he sort of stood up because it sounded quite like urgent, like we need to go sort of thing, but he'll sit oh. back down on the stool and maybe get comfortable. Um, he'll yeah. get maybe um, Zoot Zoot to shift a bench over to him as well. And he'll put it next to him. And then um, he'll just get Zoot Zoot to sort of lay on the table next to him. So it's not making much noise. <laughs> and he goes, cool. Uh, what do you want to talk about? Um, as uh... he takes a bite out of some of the food that you brought. Yeah, probably, like, I don't know, chips, a sandwich, maybe. Mm, good talking foods. Yeah, good talking foods. Uh, well, and then she is also going to grab a chair and, like, drag it over and, like, sit in it. Um. <laughs> so that one you dragged over earlier was for you. <laughs> oh, so, okay, then yeah, she'd just sit in that one. Ew, I, I don't want that one. I didn't. <laughs> No, no, she's sitting the one Newman provided yeah. for her. My apologies. You're all good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, she's going to sit down and be like, okay, so I know you want to spend a lot of time on your own projects um, at the moment, but I also know that a big reason for you coming back to Karas is wanting to fight the wizards. And in my personal opinion, while I do think there is probably going to come a point where we maybe get the party back together and do something about that. In the meantime, uh, one of the best ways to do that might be through the Concord. But before you make a choice about joining the Concord, I think we should have a conversation about where they're at at the moment. Yeah, sure. Um... I mean, it, I guess, yeah, it was definitely one of my goals. I didn't know there was a resistance until we came here in the first place. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe it was a little bit juvenile of me thinking that, you know, us Karas would just roll over and let whatever happen. But um, the particular way we took was yeah, just to get out of there. And I only had stories and myths and my own personal sort of expectations of the situation to go off. And I guess yeah. I was severely wrong. Um but the fact that there is a resistance is amazing and I would definitely like to contribute because I can't really see many other avenues um, with success being at the end or some sort of freedom, yeah. if only the slightest. Yeah. So. Well, that's that's good. It's just I've, I've heard some of the stuff you've said about how you feel about the Wizards before and I was worried that... Maybe you burn it all down kind of mentality and that might come in handy at some point, but I just, 
sometimes you can't just burn it down and i wanted to be transparent about that that's i guess you know? my blanket approach i mean i'm pretty good at sort of assessing the situation logically yeah um i guess i've made a few stakes in a uh in sort of like an emotional uh view of things mm -hmm. um but yeah i can usually have a look and see what's going on and make a decision to that but if it's regarding the wizards i really don't have much sympathy for them at all and just these past few months no. seeing some of the things that they did especially to rook i yeah it's just i would like to stop seeing this stuff and I'm not gonna no, it's... jump in straight away. If that's if that's what you're thinking, I'm really gonna take my time with this. No, I'm going to prepare myself, Good. prepare others, and really just try and do this mm. the right way. But yeah, no, that's yeah. I guess I'm still working it out. That's really good. Yeah, no, no, no. That, yeah, no, that's that's really good. It's just um. <laughs> When uh, when Anya, Zath, and I came back from Karas to Deasil before we fought them, I did tell everyone that the Concord had been quote-unquote compromised by the fact that Drakkar had been killed, even though he was immediately revived uh, there were still issues because as far as I can ascertain from anything, uh, well, one, I wasn't lying about that for the sake of Zath. That is something that happened. Uh, as far as I am aware, no one else at the Concord knows he's alive. It's just me and us. Uh, I'm trying to get in contact with him, trying to work out if there's any way we can get his perspective on things because he's the second most powerful person in the Concord, in Bab Sashad. But it's hard to get in contact with him without alerting people to where he is. Um, but one thing I really wanted to talk about is the fact that I'm really glad you know that there's, like that we can't just run into this. But I have also heard you say a lot that anyone who works with the wizards is someone who deserves to die, basically. I am not saying I disagree with that. What I am saying is that in at least one instance, potentially many more, for the past 20 years, the Concord have been getting agents to infiltrate the Wizards of the Ruins and pretend to be members in order to get information from them. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to prepare you for the fact that there will be situations where if we have to go somewhere and we have certain targets or we're facing a certain group of people, there might be people we can't kill. I, yeah, right. Uh, infiltration and spying, absolutely necessary, but there is a line to draw as well because it's not uncommon. And 
whilst I haven't really necessarily seen it myself, I definitely know that it is a possibility that perhaps they do more than they should. They perhaps change sides. Mm. I'm, I understand where you're going with this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess if I ever run into any of these people, I would be very critical on them because whilst I see it as a necessity, um, it does make it quite easy for them to, well, not, I shouldn't say easy. Sorry. I should say it gives them the opportunity to make decisions where they have to do something good or bad and the bad thing is what's required for them to keep their position. But if they do this bad thing and justify it as good, I still think that there should be some repercussions for that because they are still doing these bad things. And I'm sure the Wizards of the Ruin would have these people be all sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah, I think you are very correct to be critical um, of these agents doing that. Uh, it takes a certain kind of person to do it for a long period of time. Yeah, and I do have a lot of respect for those kinds of people. It's definitely hard work, but I just hope that they're making the right decisions and not putting their position over the morales. Yeah. But I know. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's just my general take on it. Um, I had, I yeah, like I said, I haven't worked with the Concord. I didn't even know that was a thing of course it is but i didn't i didn't really yeah. think of it and i guess i necessarily haven't met any of them either so you mentioned that like it there's not much left in Karas. would that include that maybe perhaps the these people who are working for the wizards of the ruin are compromised as well now or are they all still uh, again, I, I don't actually know many of the agents doing it. I know one, and they are based oh. in New Arcadia. Okay. So somewhere where the wizards have far more of a stranglehold on things. Yeah, I'm well aware. And I yeah. believe um, Rock Eden went to visit them as well, Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. It's... So I heard a bit about that from Rook. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Sorry, just a quick question. Um, just in terms of identifying these people, if I ever do run into them without any knowledge, because if you only know one of them, I'm sure there's plenty of other ones. Is there a way to identify them, a code word, or is this just knowledge I... that we'd be given on a given mission or something? I don't know. Honestly, I that's part of why I'm trying to contact Drakar from what I know. He was one of the people in charge of these agents. Um, but I assume if we talk about it with uh, whoever the new Drakar is, um, they can sort it out. But that also... Mm, but I can... And she, she puts her hands together. Um, Newman might notice it's because they're shaking a bit. She goes, I can tell you the identity of the one agent I do know, if that yeah. makes things any easier. 
that was going to be my next train of thought, actually. Um, might as well identify the one in case we ever do run into them. Um, so that way, you know, I can maybe have a chat with them and see where they're at so I can decide where I'm at. But the fact that you know them must mean or I trust that they'd be one of the good ones, hopefully. Well, uh, the good news is you've already met them. Sorry, I'm, I'm smiling a lot right now. <laughs> I'm trying not to, but... I, <laughs> um, yeah, no, this isn't Newman smiling. This is me. Yeah. Uh, oh. And he's, like, quickly doing, like, a, his eyes are sort of, like... He's, like, looking left and right with his eyes squinted a little bit, like, going through his memory, thinking, like, who would it have been? Is it someone... Is it one of the roommates, or...? No. They only found out... Uh, they only found out about any of this uh, when we came back. Oh, right. Yeah, you did say you like to keep it separate. Yeah. Uh, well, then that could only mean that no. It's Sam. Yeah. Right. So that's why he showed up when he did. Yeah. He broke... Oh, hello, friend. <laughs> he broke Rook out brought it to us, but the whole reason the whole reason I found out who Zath was in the first place is because Sam is the one who led the charge into the Concord and killed Drakkar. Because Sam has been doing this long enough that he's become a high commander of the Guard. Um, now, this is just a question for Jake, not Newman. Um, what kind of rank is that? Because I'm assuming Newman would make himself well acquainted with that kind of knowledge if he could, if it was available to him. Uh, yeah. Roll me a history check. I'm very glad I had my sheet prepared so I could do that. <laughs> so a history check, did you say? Yeah. 24. 24. Okay, so... Um, you would be aware that they are not... So High Commanders of the Guard aren't necessarily high-ranking members within the structure of the Wizards of the Runes, but they are near the top of the the actual... Um, obviously, of the actual Guard. They're usually the ones leading um, the charge in uh, missions that require the Guard's involvement. Um, and, uh, usually, yeah, they're, they're above the rank of those who are just doing regular patrols in New Arcadia. All right. Well, so, oh, sorry, it's just a lot to take in at the moment. Uh, yeah. Wow. So, to get a position like that, he would have needed to be there for quite some time. How long has he been doing that for? Uh, from what he told me, four years. He also told me that he 
from what Sam told me, he has not been committing most of the acts that would normally get you that kind of rank. He has been modifying people's memories to make them believe that he has. Right. I guess that's actually quite a clever way to do it because to get that sort of position from my knowledge is you have to do pretty much exactly what they want you to do. You earn that position through respect and hard work. So he's taken a very interesting and I guess a safe approach to that. Um, and for four years, that's quite some risk as well. Yeah, that's part of why he and Drakkar organised for him to kill Drakkar, was because suspicion was starting to be thrown Sam's way. I was just about to follow that up as well. He <laughs> led the charge, yeah. but Drakkar was involved. This was, this was planned? Sort of. He didn't really get a chance to explain it to me, but from what I can tell, uh, Zath wanted to come find us as a party uh, because they had invaded Rook's head and I don't know what they saw there. Maybe the fact we killed Carthos and put a spanner in the works for them in that regard. But suspicion was being thrown Sam's way. Zath wanted to come to the Concord, kill two birds with one stone, lead Zath to us, get rid of, get rid of suspicion on Sam. And what... Sorry, excuse me, but what was the plan with the convocation... Oh, sorry, the Concord. Was Drakkar asking to be killed or was there some contingency plan? Was Drakkar... his death the final step of that plan or was there more? Uh, the plan was apparently that Sam was going to kill Drakkar, leave the body, and then come back and revive him a few days later with a powerful mage. I threw the spanner in the works by reviving Drakkar immediately, but no one else saw that happen, so none of them know. But did Zath see it as Rook? Yeah. How do we know if Zath alerted anyone? They were quite no. magically competent. Could they have perhaps sent a message? That was why I didn't want any of us to be left alone with them and didn't want them to be left alone. They, I don't believe there was a point where they could have contacted the wizards, what with everything else going on, with us constantly distracting them and talking to them. It... It wasn't my best plan, but it's the one I had. Fair enough. That That's okay. <laughs> I guess you handled it as best you could. I <laughs> wouldn't have handled it at all. <laughs> I would have just probably <laughs> broken out in a, into a fight and probably got myself killed regarding, well, not knowing how powerful Zath was. Yeah. So, um, 
Well, okay. Uh, next step for the Concord, I guess, is to find out whether or not this plan of theirs has had any effect whatsoever. Do do you have a way to contact Sam? Can we get in touch? Bertie and I have actually been working on something for that. Um, we haven't tested it out yet, but uh, I'm going to visit Dorham in a week or two uh, or a month even and um, see if we can contact Sam and ask. And if for whatever reason the plan has succeeded, as planned, I guess, that they believe that Drakkar is dead, would then getting in touch with Drakkar be easier? Would he have some way of finding out? I, I Sorry, I'm, I'm asking a lot of questions you I might know. know the answers to, but... That's okay. I'm really trying to wrap my head around all of this. I know. It... I still am. Uh, it's um, it's been a lot to deal with and think about on top of everything else that happened. If Jakar is still in contact with anyone, it's with Sam. So hopefully Sam will know more information about Jakar and what's happening there and whether or not I am allowed to be privy to any of this information that I would very much like to be privy to. Um, Is Ross still shaking? A little bit, yeah. Um, right, so I see... <laughs> I see why you might be a little bit nervous about this, considering, I guess, some of the things that I've said. I, I think that you, necess you don't really have to worry at this stage. I would still like to talk to Sam as Sam, now that I know who he is. Um... I feel like that's definitely a decision I need to make for myself. Yeah. But I can assure you that from what I've heard, I have no reason to hold any disgust towards him. He sounds like one of the good ones I was talking about. Yeah. I'm hoping anyways, so. I believe he is, but she closes her eyes for a second and then opens them. If you do want to talk to him fully aware of who he is, then there is something else I need to tell you. You Newman like rubs his hands together. He's like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Has there been some progress? This is a lot more saucy now, actually, that, uh, that I know this. Um, <laughs> so you're basically like good and evil in the sense of narrative. He works with the baddies. You work with the goodies. Uh, uh, uh oh is this about the the thing yeah. that you this oh you were quite unsure about it but the message you gave earlier yeah. was that you or the the message you gave away was that you were inclined to pursue and explore but you still weren't sure of it so i guess what i'm asking you now and what i'm expecting you to talk about well what you were going to say was that of the other reason I should know before contacting him. Uh 
I am very sorry to say that that is not what I am about to tell you. Uh, Although, if it makes sorry. you feel any... Sorry. No, 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 <laughs> it's so fine. If it, if it makes you feel any better, Newman, and maybe will soften the impact of what I'm about to tell you, I have been thinking about that certain sense of uncertainty, and I'm still not fully certain about it, but it certainly sure is something um, in, a, in a more forward direction than it was previously. So you are not... Wrong. Um, Newman, hot, like he's actively trying to like, to like, because now he 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 sort of senses a very serious undertone to this transition, and so he's trying to keep a straight face, but like yep. there's a smirk he's fighting like. Okay, thanks for uh, for letting me know. Um. What else were you going to talk about then? She she takes a deep breath in. She goes, One of the reasons Sam was able to rise through the ranks of the wizards so quickly uh, in a very short space of time, despite seemingly no relation to them, is because he... Against his knowledge for most of his life is a direct descendant of Taven Sarag. Right. And just to confirm, this is the head? Yes. <clears throat> right. I mean, I've met numerous people who have had absolutely nothing to do with the people who came before them people who they're related to, I believe you make a life of your own with your own decisions. So unless that is something he's wanting to pursue, I don't see a problem with it, but yeah. Um, that, how do you, how did he find out? Did he, has he always known or? Um, when you, when you said that Ross, like exhaled as if like her whole body deflated <laughs> and like with relief. And she just goes like, he, he didn't know most of his life. He knew that his parents were refugees from new Arcadia and that they lived in Navora and he didn't know anything else. And then not long after college, his parents unfortunately passed away. He returned to New Arcadia to see the home his parents grew up in. And that is where he discovered that the reason his family fled was not because of persecution from the wizards, but because every other member of his family dating back to Taven Sarag is a member of the wizards. And I guess would there be any form of compromise there as well? Would there be extra suspicion on him because of that? The fact that he disappeared but then came back? I don't know. I think it may be 
from what he said, Sarag doesn't sound like a particularly attentive ancestor, um, considering he doesn't yet seem to know that Sam's a paladin. But um, I think it grants Sam a certain amount of leniency in what he can accomplish. I mean, that's an imp- that's a very powerful wild card right there. I can see why. Yeah. Uh, he would be in the position he is in now with mm. with everything you've told me. It makes no sense. I'm, to be honest, I'm surprised he's not even higher up the ranks. But perhaps that's as far as he's willing to go. Probably. And I don't I don't know how much higher you can get without becoming a full mage. So. Um. Look. I could 100% see why you have been very uneasy during this whole conversation. And I'm sure if you noticed, but you have been shaking quite I... a fair bit. Oh, I was trying to hide it. I didn't. I didn't want you to f- f- think I was. It's. It's all good. Okay. It's all good. Okay. But I definitely would like to talk to Sam. Okay. And to elaborate on what I said earlier. Um, regarding, you know, people basically performing other people's wishes or destinies and that. I don't necessarily believe in that sort of stuff. And a prime example is to look at Anya and Birdie, especially Birdie. Um, Birdie had this entire dark journey set out in front of them and the whole time they opposed it also towards the end, but they went against what Zorthram was asking him to do. Same with Anya. In the grand scheme of things, I guess, um, Asmodeus or Asmodeus? Asmodeus. Asmodeus got his way. In the end, he, he got us to kill this man. He got us to uh, give him that box. He got what he wanted, but Anya was looking at every single avenue to avoid doing that and to keep some semblance of, I guess, herself. I believe Mm. that Anya's was a little bit... uh, She definitely did sway quite a bit, but Birdie was unwavered, especially right at the end. I believe that maybe Sam is in a similar position as well, where he may be doing everything he can to avoid that destiny or that fate. But the fact that he's in the perfect position to pursue that fate does worry me a little bit. Very, very close to the seat of power. Very, very close and vulnerable to influence. So this is why I would like to talk with Sam myself. It worries me too. Um... And I, if I can, I'll try and find a way to, for you two to talk. I no rush. Yeah. No rush. <laughs> it might, it might take I have no a while, intention but... of um, leaving here and nothing. <laughs> but no, I just, I just wanted to talk about the Concord and I wanted to talk about Sam because... <sighs> You thanked him. You didn't get to thank him in person, but you thanked him for what he did with Zath. And I wanted you to know who you were thanking 
independent of how I may or may not feel about him. As you said, you deserve to make a choice about him. That is your right. And I will do everything I can to make sure you can make that decision. Um, yeah, I guess there's no easy way around it, this whole conversation. So and no. this has sort of made a tricky sort of dramatic triangle of sorts, I guess, where <laughs> I'm guessing you wish for his safety and as do I, but <sighs> you're really making me rethink <laughs> everything I've said <laughs> or everything I've felt about these past few months, but I still <laughs> feel that if he has had any or mainly bad actions performed, especially the innocent, the vulnerable, then I guess extreme measures might not be the perfect solution in his case, but he definitely should be punished. That That's not something, regardless if you're undercover, unless it's, unless this is the biggest operation and the only thing that the Concorde can do, even then, still maybe not, but you shouldn't be sacrificing yourself to reach Oh, you shouldn't be sacrificing your mor your morals. You shouldn't be selling yourself out just to make the smallest change or for someone else's benefit. So I really hope that he's aware of that. And I guess I... that's the thing I'm eager to find out. I hope so too. Uh, I know I have had to make a lot of compromises in what I do, often ones I'm not comfortable with. I hope that his decisions where compromises have a far higher body count are made more critically. And, and I guess I've had similar experiences as well. Um, my first compromise, I guess, I guess you were there as well. You witnessed it, but my sword as well. I was, I guess, a little uneasy when I found out the true nature of what the sword was, that it was cursed. <laughs> um, I was intrigued, interested. I wanted to see what it could do, how far it could go, and it took me far. But then the mm -hmm. second that I knew that this could potentially turn into something bad, something I didn't want at all, I threw it away at the first opportunity. Mm. And whilst my friends were concerned about it, I guess I did sort of let it slide for a little longer than it should have, and it led to some very undesirable outcomes because of that. Yeah. But I feel like I did it at the critical point. I feel like if I had have kept the sword any longer than that, then I probably would have became obsessed. I would have changed yeah so i hope those sorts of compromises are being made at the right time yeah and who knows maybe maybe there'll come a time when sam can abandon this mission and and work on being sam again 
from what I saw, he seems quite strong, both mentally and physically. <laughs> I'm sure that <laughs> he's quite comfortable. It was kind of hard to tell under the cloak, but... Mm. Um, he was swinging a sword, was he not? Was he swinging a sword? Mm. Or... Yeah, he was swinging yeah. a long, a long sword, long sword. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. I um, think just it's with... called the, the Corpse Slayer. Oh, that's that's quite a scary name. Um, it but, is. Yeah. So just long, from the way he was sword in one hand, shield in the other. From the way he was swinging that sword, even though I couldn't see underneath the cloak, it's quite evident that he not only has skill, but he also has strength to wield it in such a way. Yeah, he's he's stronger than I thought he was in a lot of ways. But then again, maybe I am too for him. So, um... Oh, God, it's not getting into that right now. Sorry. Um, just... Yes, no, um... Hopefully there will be a chance for you to talk to Sam. Like I said, I'm going to try to talk to him soon. See if I can get anything. Um, and we'll... We'll see about all of it. Oh, um, and he'll, he's, um, what are Ross, what is Ross doing with their hands right now? Um, when he pointed out that she was shaking, she would have like, just cause she was leaning forward. She would have like sat up straight, but she, and like put them on her legs, but then she's kind of moved back and they're just kind of fidgeting like with them. Um, she'd be playing with like all the rings she wears. So she's just kind of fiddling with the rings and fidgeting basically. Um, so there isn't really a free hand to grab. So instead what he'll do is he'll rummage to his things and he'll take out the, I believe it was like a, a skull medallion or something that he got off Seth. Um, and he'll place that on the table and he'll go, um, again, I still need to make my own decision on this, but you can have my word that I won't hurt Sam. And I definitely won't go any further than that. But that's not to say that if I find out that he's done terrible things, that I won't influence people to punish him, that I won't want justice or something. But you have my word that I won't hurt him. Thank you. If, if we find out that he's been doing terrible things... Honestly, you'll have to stop me from hurting him first. <laughs> so, uh, punch him in the face, maybe? No, I... Oh, God. <laughs> it, God, you hit someone one time. And... Oh, probably, I don't know. He wears a lot of metal. Could probably make that very difficult for him, but thank you, Newman. It's all good. It means a lot. And I'm happy to talk about this anytime. 
but I guess I don't really have much more to say until I have that chat with him. So just if it makes you feel any easier about this topic and thank you so much for telling me about this. Um, yeah, no harm. Will... And I plan on keeping that word. Thank you. I, I'm glad I spoke to you about it. Do you, do you want a hug? Of course I want a hug. Awesome. And then, yeah, Newman outstretches his arms and invites yeah. Ross in. It's, oh, sorry. She... Actually, is it Ross or Ravari at the moment? Oh, which everyone he uses, she won't correct him. I mean, the, the persona also how does oh okay yeah um, is ross like this is ravari at home or is ross still she gets very uncomfortable with her real name being said around her housemates mm -hmm. but if newman uses it in private she would be okay but not around anyone else in the house so ross is still ross even in her own home yeah okay Cool. Yeah. Well, then he would he wouldn't refer to it as Ravari anyways, just because that's yeah. just what he's always called Ross. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. But yeah. No, she would go in for the big hug. Awesome. And... Yeah. Um, this conversation has probably been going on for quite some time, and I believe the snacks you brought <laughs> might have been cold. <laughs> so Newman. Oh, jeez. Oh, I can I can heat them up for you. Um, no, no, it's good. They're still they're still quite good. But Newman will make an effort just to eat as much as he can, as quickly as possible, to not be wasteful uh, of food. <laughs> yeah, I think she might grab like a chip. I think it's either I don't have it in front of me, but either thaumaturgy or prestidigitation can reheat food. Yeah, I have a sneaking suspicion. Yeah, you chill warm or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material for one hour. So, yeah. yeah. So she'll, like, heat up a chip and then probably get excited and heat up all of the chips, but also accidentally heat up the mayonnaise. <laughs> um, um, so by the point that you did that, Newman had already, like, had a mouthful of just cold chips. <laughs> 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 so the change is welcomed. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ranku. All good. All good. Still digesting. He's still yeah. got a whole clump in his mouth. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, look, I feel like we definitely got to talk about this at some other time, though. Feel free to bring yeah. it up again before then, but it needs <laughs> to be, I think, after we've had the chance to talk to the Concord or a chance to talk to Sam. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see what I can do, because I also very much want to talk to both of them. And I think yeah. on that note, we'll leave this little scene there. All right. Wonderful. Well, thank you for listening on our little yeah. scene here. Yes. Um, oh, I did have a follow-up question. Sorry, real quick. Mm -hmm. This is of Jake, yes. though. Yeah. Does Newman have to be on the lease? Or is he just <laughs> is he just a plus one? Because he's paying rent, which is fine. He's he's happy to pay the rent, but is he officially on the lease? Or 
That depends on what Newman wants. If he wants to be a leaf on the wind, then no. He's not um, planning on leaving anytime soon, so he would push for it. Okay, like then forms and oh, I, Ross would <laughs> help him with the forms. She okay. would help him with the forms. Okay, actually. Ross would attempt to help with the forms. Sarah, the six foot six Asimar, would end up helping Newman with the forms. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. That was my only other question. And yeah, I reckon Newman's going to fit in very nicely. Mm. Um, I think I think give him a couple months. He might be wearing a little uh, gemmed belt of the players of the Shining Stream. Mm. We'll see, we'll see. But I guess more of that in the time skip. Yes. Whether or not yes. anyone's heard of that episode yet or not, whether it's before or to come oh, after this, yeah. who knows? You'll hear more of it then. Okay. Yes, but All no, right. thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Bye.